0: With this week's press luncheon and audio, you're going to hear first from inside linebacker Nate Landman, then quarterback Steve Amantes, then receiver Katie Nixon, and head coach Mike McIntyre.
1: All right, up uh, first we have inside linebacker Nate Landman, and we will open it up to questions. So I know uh, you weren't really, I'm not sure if you played the Arizona game last year, I know you, you watched film, uh, so when you watch Arizona now, and you watch Khalil Taylor, Obviously, he's been playing much different this year. So what have you seen differently out of their offense and out
2: of their offense And what do you guys have? last him? Yeah, you know, um, I was definitely interested in that. Um, the beginning of the year, uh, you know, he wasn't doing much running, which I think is his best attribute. Um, he's an athletic quarterback, makes a lot of plays with his feet. Um, during the beginning of the year, you know, he wasn't doing that as much. I was, I was keeping aware of the stats, and um, he wasn't rushing as much as I thought they'd have him rushing. Um, but, you know, he also had an injury, which, which he was recovering from. Um, but he still has that ability to make the plays with his feet, and we're still seeing that on film. Um, you know, he's an athletic guy, keeps drives alive uh, with his feet, um, can make anybody miss in space. Uh, he's, he, I mean, he's a great athlete, and I'm, I'm definitely seeing. Last year he, he killed us with his feet, and so, um, you know, we, we've been watching film on that, and uh, I definitely st- still think he has that athletic ability. Um, and he, he's still looking to run.
3: Hey, Rick told me that he obviously remembers what happened in the Arizona game last year and how good Khalil Tate was coming off Saturday's loss. Is it a good thing that you're facing Khalil Tate in its game that you guys do remember from last year? And can it give you maybe a little extra motivation and help get you guys, I guess, get your dauber up?
2: Oh, Definitely. You know, uh, this year, We've kind of been looking to give paybacks to those teams that we kind of lost to last year. And uh, Arizona is definitely one of them. Um, they're a great team. Um, obviously, coming off that loss is, is a little sore for us, um, and it's always in the back of our mind. But we're, we're going to move on and focus on Arizona, and, and it's just going to make playing that much sweeter. And, um, and I think that adds an extra motivation to the fact, um, going down to Arizona, we want this win. And um, it's just going to fuel the fire for us.
4: Did you get a good look at the BYU tape because they really took care of him?
2: Yeah, they did. Um, I don't know if he was injured at that point because I know he has been he was hobbling around his ankle, but uh, they definitely did a great job containing him. Um, and I like our game plan for what we've got going for this week. Um, you know, football, he's going to make plays, but we're going to make plays too and hopefully more of them. Um, but he's an athlete. He's going to make plays. Um, but we're definitely looking um, to stop him. What do you see from J.J. Taylor on tape? Um, he's an athletic back. Um, I think he's one of the hardest running backs I've seen on tape. Uh, this far, when he sees the hole, he hits it. Um, he's full speed. He's a downhill guy. Um, he doesn't really get stopped, and he gets a lot of yards after contact. Um, he's, he's quick on his feet, he's got a lot of cuts, and he, he's got pretty good speed, too. So uh, We've we got to look to keep him, keep him, keep him contained um, and not let him break out on those, on those long runs.
3: Juan told me that you guys had a players only meeting on Monday. Just wondering if you can talk about what came out of that and um, do you think it did the team good. I guess which, what's your impression of how the team
2: has reacted since then? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I think that was good for us. Uh, we had we had a lot of guys step up and talk, even younger guys sit up and talk. Um, it was motivational. Also, it cleared a lot of things in the air. Um, I think it brought us closer together as a group and as a unit. And we, we kind of we did that kind of in the beginning of the year. We developed goals, and we were able to do that again um, in that player meeting and, and develop some more goals and what we wanted to accomplish in the year and what was it, what it was going to take to accomplish those goals.
3: Can you share what those goals were?
2: Um, I can. I mean, obviously, we want to go to the Pac-12 championship. We want to win out. We want to win the South. And there's a lot more personal goals that I don't feel comfortable sharing. So You guys have
1: played pretty good defense most of the year, and so when you have a game like like Saturday where defense gets shredded a little bit in the second half, is that something that as a, as a group you guys kind of, this week, kind of take some pride there? all we've got to
2: it out this week and, and be better? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, football, you're never out of it. And uh, we learned that on Saturday. Um, I think we played a good first half of football and we kind of let, let our foot off the gas in the second half. Um, the way we've been, been practicing this week, um, has me confident, and should have our defense confident, because we've been pre- preparing hard. Um, everybody's been focused. It's been a new attitude, and um, you know what happened last week was tough, but I think we're willing to forget that and move on. And I think this week we're going to have a great game.
1: What would you say is the biggest difference between Taylor, Jamar Jefferson, and Eno Benjamin, that you guys faced a few weeks ago?
2: You know, Eno Benjamin is a is a make you miss kind of guy. I think he's top in the nation in um, missed tackles. Um, And then both um, Oregon State's running back and J.J. Taylor, um, they're physical guys. Um, J.J. Taylor, I think, is a little quicker. doesn't have the breakout speed, but he'll hit the hole. Um, I think we did a great job stopping the run uh, against Oregon State on Saturday. You know, they they got us with some trickery, um, but that was about it. Um, They're all great backs, but I think J.J. Taylor might be one of the most explosive ones we'll see all year um just because he's so quick and so fast and when he sees all he'll hit it we'll
1: make a switch here and get steven up there thanks awesome thank you so Stephen, this game is not too far from where you went to high school so is this one you get excited about this one Uh, do you have a few more family and friends that will
0: come to this one yeah definitely i should definitely have some family and friends that come out to the game and and come support i mean it's only i think it's only like a four and a half hour five hour drive from el paso so and then I also have a bunch of family in Arizona too. My grandparents live in there. My mom lives there, so I'll have a I'll have a big uh, big support group there. Hopefully this uh, this Friday.
3: Stephen, how uh, have you seen the team react in practice these past two days since what happened on Saturday?
0: I think we kind of just internalized it understand what happened and uh and just got right back to work i think i think uh the attitude that's just kind of been circulating around the team has been has been a pretty good attitude to have is is it's kind of been the same attitude we've had all year long it's just oregon state it's over now what what happened happened but we got another game coming up and we got to focus on u of a now and that's that's what our focus has been on is uh preparing for u of a and being prepared to play them
1: Last week it was come out swinging. What is it
0: this week? I think it's still come out swinging. I think, I think it's still you kind of got to have have a little chip on your shoulder. You got to be hungry. And I think, that, I think that our guys have that, and, and we're doing a good job of just kind of keeping that attitude around the entire team. And so I think, I think the attitude has still come out swinging. I think that's, that's got to be our attitude this week.
1: So offensively, you guys took some shots down the field. I think it was more drops this last game than – most of the season combined so you look at execution is that one of those things you look at and say okay offensively we're getting there just we need to clean up
0: some of those things yeah 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 we had we had opportunities offensively uh i think we just got to clean up the little the small details you know just just the things that you don't really think about in practice like kind of catching the ball just seems like oh if we throw the ball then we're probably going to catch it so i think we just got to we just got to get back to doing the little things. and I think that's kind of how we started the season was doing all the little things right, doing the little things correct, worrying about those small details. And I think we're kind of we're, we're kind of getting back to that and getting back to just focusing on those those details, like catching the ball, like ball placement for on my side of things, like picking up pressures up front, just doing all those all those different things and and just focusing on them in practice. So uh, when, when we see it in the game, we're not surprised and we're not shocked
3: players only meeting on Monday a good thing and what did you
0: take out of it? I think it was a great thing. I think there was a lot of a lot of good things said in that meeting. And I think there was a lot of good things, just like Nate kinda said, there was a lot of good things said from older guys all the way to younger guys. Younger guys step, stepped up and and said some things, said what they what they thought was going on and, and how we could fix it and how we how we can how we can, uh, can kind of just kind of get back on track. And so I think there was a ton of good things said in that player players only meeting.
3: Did you see like was it encouraging that it was not just the older guys but the younger guys and there's still a complete buy-in by everybody? That kind of oh, definitely,
0: definitely. And it was still kind of like a holistic unit, and just kind of like that same brotherhood that that Coach Max been talking about, and and it showed up in the player in that players only meeting as well with the younger guys stepping up and saying some some very very good things, some true some true statements, and uh, we kind of needed to look ourselves in the mirror and just kind of. Get get back to what our goals were at the beginning of the season, and we can still accomplish all the goals that we wanted to accomplish. So, it was it was a good meeting, definitely productive for sure.
4: Stephen, KD had a big game this past weekend. Of course, he steps in the room uh, before I can ask you this question. But what uh, with Lavisca out, uh, as he maybe emerged as someone that, that's kind of that maybe security blanket, someone you can rely on, look to uh, in, in, in crunch. You
0: know big pressure downs yeah definitely definitely i think i think kd had an absolutely phenomenal game i think he, he played well i mean um he's he's tough to guard out there on the perimeter and i think there's very few guys in the pac-12 that can stay with him and his speed and just kind of his quickness okay. as well so very good receiver and i think we got some other guys that can also that can also make big plays and and have a breakout games but i mean kd played his butt off
1: Awesome, and we are going to move it on to Katie Nixon on that note. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen. Yep, appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right, up next we have wide receiver Katie Nixon, and we will again open it up to questions.
4: Um, Saturday night looked like you were being pretty hard on yourself. For you personally, have you kind of gone about the last few days getting back on track and, and getting focused on this week?
5: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to bounce back. You know, uh, I had a great two practices, and, you know, last week was disappointed in my, as myself, but I'm ready to bounce back.
3: Do you sense that same feeling from your teammates these last two days of practice?
5: that we had a good practice? Yeah, oh, we had, You guys ready to bounce back? This is one of our two best practices to me, I feel like on office because we all connected. We all, you know, was ready to handle the challenge. You know, we like Steven said, we our goals are still on the line. You know, we we had a personal meeting and a players meeting that not only that it was just young guys talking, but it was just, you know, like he said, it was real. You know, everybody was wide open, eye opening. It was, it wasn't, let's let's argue with each other. It was just, hey, let's say this and then let's go about our business. So it was a it was a good thing we had it.
1: Most of that game was it kind of fun for you to, to get involved in the offense the way you were and more so than you have at any time since high school really.
5: Oh yes sir, you know it was it was amazing connecting with Montez. You know it's I just wanted to contribute to the team and I, I got a chance to.
4: You're close with Luvizco obviously. How's he dealt with this injury in recent
0: weeks? Obviously he was a Heisman candidate and then he gets hurt.
5: Uh, honestly, Viska not paying attention to that. Uh, you know, we, we he's honored to be in that position, but at the same time, he want to play football, and that's what he working to get, to get back to.
3: This is a little off topic, Katie. What's the story behind the two dogs that you and Lavisca got? They showed them during the telecast. <laughs> I bet they are pretty good at uh, bringing girls
5: on campus with. But <laughs> you just talked about what's the story behind the two dogs? I mean, honestly, we wanted dogs last year, but we was in a dorm, so you know they got rules, but. You know, just just having two dogs is just basically you know amazing. Cause you know, even like after the game, I was sad and, and disappointed in myself. They made me happy just by you know showing love, jumping up and down, and they getting smarter and smarter by the day. They know how to pee outside now, and they they doing everything. They finding ways to get out the cages. I know Scott, she jumped out the cage last night four times. So you know, it's just happy to see that. You know, just it's amazing to have two dogs. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, J.D. We all know what happened last last year with Arizona, and uh, I'm not sure you wanted to watch that tape tape last year, but does watching last year even help because it's a new coaching staff? Khalil's not playing the same way?
6: Uh, It it, it does help a little bit um, for sure. Um, You know, he's – They had a great game, offensive game, this week against Oregon. Um, They uh, had tons of yards and scored a lot of points against Oregon's defense, which is a good defense. And so we, we watched that and, of course, the other games. But they are utilizing him a little different. Um, he made some good passes. He's doing some different things. But he can still run. looks like his ankle a little bit more healthy than it was in the earlier games this season. Um, and, uh, yeah, but we all vividly um, remember him running wild um, against us. There's no doubt about it. When I turned on the tape and saw 14, I definitely had uh, nightmares uh, when I was watching it there at the beginning um, looking at what he does. He's a great athlete.
1: As a follow-up to that, is he maybe even more dangerous now because he's a better maybe a better passer now, but he's also got that threat of running?
6: Yeah, um, he does. He's a he's a dual-threat guy, um, and uh, he can make plays with his feet, and he also can make plays with his arm. His receivers are, are doing well um, for him, and I think he really understands their system now after doing it. Um, That's many games. I think the one game he sat out probably could look at it a little bit more and get a feel, and his his ankle is much healthier. You know, when when the USC game, he couldn't hardly even run. You know, he was just a um, so uh, he's uh, he's he looked he looked really good uh, last Saturday for sure. How
3: important is it going to be to stop the
1: run? And when you watch the film, what makes Taylor different than?
6: Maybe some of the other backs you guys play. Well, Taylor's extremely quick and explosive. Um, he can makes jump cuts in the hole, and I think y'all know what I'm talking about. He can get there and he can jump all the way over here, and he go, "How did he get over here?" Um, makes guys miss in the hole. He's really good at that. Um, they're utilizing him well and kind of getting him on the edge on some plays where they kind of get wide splits, and then they'll pull guards, and then he can hit anywhere from all the way backside to front side, so they really allow him to use his vision. And their, their linemen do a good job of staying on their guys, And um, but he's, he really does a good job of making the linebackers miss in that space.
4: Coach, earlier this season, when we were kind of maybe asking you to review last year, uh, you mentioned the Arizona State game and the loss opportunities there, and then things kind of snowballed after that. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, after that loss last year, uh, after this loss this past week, uh, how do you guard against that perhaps happening again? Letting guys get down and letting this thing snowball.
6: Yeah, well, hopefully everything that we've worked on prior to this and, and it goes from there. And we got to have guys step up. You know, we got a lot of good players out and uh, we're gonna have to step in and play. And uh, so we've um, hopefully their, their brotherhood, their team unity, their understanding what they got to do and, and going to Arizona and playing well. Uh, I feel like this is a tight group of guys and I think that'd definitely make a difference. So definitely hope it does.
4: Maybe as a, a follow up to that, is there anything you learned from that experience last year uh, that you might approach the guys with
6: this week? Uh, yes, um, and again, I say that goes back to when we started in January everything we've done since January. You can't just all of a sudden make stuff up on this. So I think, you know, uh, you know friends stick close and, and uh, when there's good times and you have fun with them. Adversity strikes, hard adversity strikes in life, period, and in football this would be hard adversity. Um, brothers stick closer than friends. So hopefully they got a close enough brotherhood that they're they'll stick together and, and that'll make a big difference. And then other guys that got to step up and play um, well that haven't played a lot got to step up and play well.
3: When you hear that the players had a players only meeting
6: mm-hmm.
3: on Monday, do you just do you involve yourself in that? Do you talk to your captains about what was said? Do you kind of try to keep up on that, or do you just let that be between them and what what?
6: Um, no, I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. They got together, um, talked about. You know, things that they, those other kids had to step up and do, and and making sure they weren't pointing fingers and doing all that type of things is is basically what they told me the meeting was all about. And uh, we've had. I've been on teams that have had player meetings before. I've had teams that haven't had them. Um, had them. I've had teams have them in the spring. I've had teams have them in the winter. I've had teams have them in the season. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I think it was good that they got together and, and talked a little bit about what they want to do and also talk to the younger kids They got to step up and take places of guys that are out for the game, you know, realizing how important. You, know, you can't just go out there and say, I get to play. You know, that was a lot part of it. Um, so, I thought that was, that was good.
3: Mike, do you have to make sure that one bad game doesn't cover up the fact that you guys are five and three and have a lot in front
6: of you? Yeah, you, you know, every game, every, every game um, is, um, you know, you have to put off the last game. You can't be too happy about the last game because you played good and you don't practice hard and focus. You can't be too down on a game that didn't go the way you wanted it to and, um, and let that get the next game. Um, you, you, everybody always says that, but that's a true statement somehow you got to find a way to be able to do that and it doesn't happen on game day it happens now it happened how it was sunday and how it was monday and how it was today and how it will be tomorrow Um, because your preparation um, determines your best chance of having success Um, doesn't always guarantee it of course but that gives you your best chance of having if you don't have good preparation then you've really hurt yourself and given an opportunity for failure for sure so as a db coach you had a
1: couple dbs that didn't have their best
6: game
1: of the other day. Mm-hmm. So guys like Dante and Trey, um, how do you help them to kind of flush that and move
6: on and get better as they go forward? Yeah, they have got to you know they got to keep working on their fundamentals. You show them the fundamentals. You keep working on that. You do certain drills for that, um, the things that they're having issues with, um, and you keep trying to instill with confidence at the same time. You're trying to instill um, the fundamental aspects of the position. And, uh, um, you know, that's a tough position to play, um, and we haven't played as well there this year as we have in the past, at least the last three games. Um, and, uh, you know, for you to win games, you got to play good at corner. That's bottom line in major college football now. And if you don't play good at corner, you're going to have a hard time winning. Um, so we've got to play better at corner. And as a follow-up to that,
1: uh, there's been – we always see guys that for the first time they get thrown in there and, and maybe they have a rough time, but they learn from that quickly. You had several guys there like Darian Raystraw, Aaron Maddox that were taking their the first significant mm-hmm. snaps. Frank Phillip, do you feel like those are guys that you'll see better things of as we go forward?
6: Uh, I, I definitely hope so. They showed flashes of some good things and they showed flashes of some things that weren't as good. Um, so hopefully they'll play um, better this week. Um, they've had a you know a good week of practice and a, attention to detail and understanding they're going to be in there more. So uh, I think that helps them be a little bit more focused. But you want them to be focused from the v- very beginning of it.
4: Coach, offensively, is this team at all still seeking an identity, I guess, something to hang uh, their hats on collectively? And the reason I ask early in the year we saw the offense getting huge chunks of yard, ER, talking on that kind of jet sweep action, and mm-hmm. Lovisco was a big part of that, he wasn't all of it. And then we get back to this past week, and, and I don't think that play was run once, um, obviously USC and Washington had some, had some good defense against that. But as maybe using that as an example, is the offense still maybe looking for something that, that they can hang their hat on and say, hey, we can go out and execute this every week?
6: Uh, you know, you always want certain things you want to hang your hat on. Everybody's defense is a little bit unique. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, USC and... Washington took that play away from us and some things they were doing Um, so and they did it in the way they aligned out there Saturday took some of it away also. So that's a you know a thing that you see you don't want to just run into a brick wall so to speak. Um, So but that is a stuff that we do in our offense and we'll we'll do again at different times. Um, and then, you know, just guys being able to make plays. We were making plays um, there early, and then in the second half we didn't make as many plays. We shot ourselves in the, in the foot on a few third downs. Um, you know, we caught a third down pass and had the first down and ran behind it. We ran another third down route that you're supposed to run at the sticks, and the kid runs it a yard short. I mean, we practice it all the time. We have sticks in practice that we have, you know, we have the sticks out there in practice and they know where to run them to. You know, that hurt us a few times. We didn't come off the ball good on a, on a fourth down play where I think we should be able to knock them back and get half a yard and we couldn't. Um, so, you know, those are situations where guys have got to make the plays and, and um, on that side of it would keep drives going, keep things happening for us.
1: And I and said, what could I have done better um, to kind of keep the momentum going and
6: prevent that snowball from happening in game? Yeah, you- yeah, the, yeah, you, you do look at different things you could do on it. Um, and we've practiced some of those things this week um, for situations like that and, and talked about it. We sat down as a staff and talked over it and, and did that um, on, on different situations that we could maybe help ourselves. Maybe be able to stop the the momentum there for sure. Um, you always look introspectively. Um, you know, coaches make mistakes, players make mistakes. It all works out the same. Um, nobody's perfect by any stretch, and we do look at that and different things that we could try to try to do um, to help resolve that. Anything else, for coach? All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.